Hi, I'm Beck and I'm 21 years old. I'm from Tashkent city. That's a little city in uh, Uzbekistan and I'm an actor. My name is Jesse. I am 19 years old. I'm from Burbank, California and I work at a restaurant. We've been together total dating and married for a little over a year and a half. If I had have to describe our love story, I'd say it's adventurous. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. My dating life before I met back was just a learning experience. I had only been in one serious relationship in high school and that did not go very well. And so after that, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted in a person and that was it. My dating life before I met Jesse was not the best time. I came out of the long and toxic relationship. So I had to take time off and learn about myself. I took therapy, I read books, and I just wanted to prepare myself for the right person. I met back through Tinder. It was part of my process of learning what I wanted to find in people. And we had really only talked for less than a day before we wanted to go on a date. I wanted to skip all of the blah, 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 like conversations through texts. And I wanted to be able to talk to him in person because he was so cute. What really attracted me through his profile was the fact that he looked like Keanu Reeves, which is, it doesn't look like any other person, you know? It's it's a different kind of look and I really liked that. I'm like old school and I, I like to meet people like, you know, oh my gosh, we went to the same school or something like that. And my friends, they told me, hey, you should get Tinder for 24 hours. Promise us you're not going to delete it. I'm like, fine. And I didn't put a lot like effort. So I thought, okay, what's the thing I like? And I said, dinosaurs. And I put question mark there with a dinosaur emoji. And I thought, you know, whatever. And then I see her profile the next day. Curiosity took over me. And I see her said something about like, I like dinosaurs in like a thing where you put what you like. I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. What are the odds, you know? (laughs) And I didn't like spend a lot of time. I was like eating my lunch and I'm like, all right, let me go on Tinder. And as I'm eating, I'm chewing my food and I see this beautiful girl with dinosaurs mentioning. I'm like, that's perfect. And the best part, she replied quickly and we arranged the date the same day we matched. 
Our first date was at the Glendale Cheesecake Factory, the Americana. I don't know why we decided on that, but it, it was good, you know, it was fun. There's always a long wait, so we ended up waiting for probably about an hour before we got to our table. And before then, I already knew that the date was going really well because we were just, the conversation kept flowing so naturally. And then when we got to our table, we'd been eating a little bit. He came onto my side of the booth. And so, you know, we got a little closer. And then he asked me if I wanted to listen to him rap Post Malone. <laughs> and so he ended up just playing the song and rapping along to it. And I thought it was the cutest thing. Oh no, yeah, it was, that was like the funniest moment. I would have never done that, but I guess like I was so into the song when it came out. I think it was Hollywood's Bleeding, if I'm not mistaken. And I really just, we talked about Post Malone, how like the album just came out and I was so proud that I learned the lyrics. I was like, I'm gonna impress her. <laughs> I think I just needed a reason to sit next to her. So I used it as, a, as an excuse. So the date went really well. He deleted his Tinder in front of me, which made it so that I had to delete my Tinder in front of him, but I was totally fine with it. But the second I got home, I texted him to make sure that he had gotten home safe. And I was texting him all throughout the day. And I started to realize that he was not texting like how he would talk on the date. So I thought that was really weird. And he was talking like very like high of himself. And I was like, this isn't the Beck that I was talking to on the date. And so I go through my texts and I realized I was texting the wrong unsaved number the whole day. So that day when she was texting a different guy, I was actually hiking with my friend. So I had no service and I was just telling my friend how I met this girl and I was gonna like text her at night, but I wasn't gonna like bother her too much. And then I had a class that night after a hike. So I come out of the class and I get a phone call from Jessie and I'm like, oh, you know, she calls. That's, that's even better than texting. And <laughs> I pick up the phone and she just starts laughing and she tells me that she's been texting a wrong guy the entire time. And first I didn't believe her. I'm like, no way. But knowing her now, yeah, that's something she would do. I think the first date was very important. It ended up on the rooftop. We went on the rooftop and I wasn't getting a hint. So Jesse had to make it obvious and we kissed on the first date. I went in for the kiss first. The fact that he didn't try to already kiss me really made it clear the kind of person that he was. And just getting to know him throughout the night, I really, really liked him. So. I wanted to be able to show him that I liked him. I loved it because you can tell a lot by the way a person kisses, I think. And it just was a very important moment to me because I'm the kind of guy who's like always, you can see it, but I'm sometimes very insecure. And I wasn't sure if she really liked me or she's just being nice and she just can't wait to get out. And then when she kissed me on the rooftop, it just all made it go away. I felt very confident. I felt good that she liked me because I liked her a lot too. It was a very reassuring moment for me. I feel like I was kind of pressured into saying I love you because <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to. I, I really felt 
that I wanted to say I love you and I really felt my feelings towards him was like no other feelings I'd ever had before and so I think he felt the same way he was just too scared to say it so one night we were at my house and we were just laying in bed and talking and he said something about saying like oh you want to say I love you and I was like I was too nervous to, but I ended up saying it. It just it kind of just came out. I was I was shaking and I was so nervous to say it cuz I knew once I said it it was it was going to be for real. Our relationship was going to be for real. And it was for real. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit I kind of like pressured her a little bit cuz I could see she wanted to say it, but I was so afraid to say it first. It's a little cowardly of me, but I guess I just didn't want to get hurt. So I decided to be very careful. So I thought, hey, if she says that, then I can say it back cuz I knew I love her. And I was going to tell her, but I didn't want to like say it first and then not hear it back and that would hurt me. So I took a safe way <laughs> by making her say it first. I just kind of looked at her and I kept saying like, "Hey, there's something you want to tell me." And she would pretend like she doesn't understand, so I just said, "Come on, just say it." And I feel like that come on just say it made her feel like okay he probably wants to say it back and she did 5 minutes after I begged her Our proposal was very important to me I grew up in a family that values marriage so I decided to talk to my parents first to discuss with them my plans and they were very supportive they said hey if the girl is the one then you should go for it and I said yes mom and dad I I think she's the perfect girl for me so they gave me a green light and i told my friends i needed help cuz there was this idea i had and my friends are so nice and so supporting they decided to help me i bought this little torches the like kitiki torches and a table and a kind of like a little decorations i gave it all to my friends before i picked up jesse and they kind of went before me to malibu beach and they set it up kind of like right on the beach by the water um little circle of tiki bars and they put a table there with tablecloth and flowers and I told Jessie we were just going to have a little date so I picked her up we got food and I told her that we we're going to go somewhere else eat it and she's like oh okay I feel like she suspected what's going on and once we arrived it was beautiful sunset it was by the water and my friends were dressed as servers wearing tuxedos and my other friend she was recording everything and it was just a beautiful moment I tied her eyes and then once i released it she saw this like kind of my friends did a great job beautiful little tiki bar type uh, table um with candles and everything and we sat down there my friends brought the food and we were drinking eating and then i got on my knee and i asked her to to be my wife i was kind of surprised but once we drove to a restaurant he said we were taking it somewhere else i was like hmm i was a little suspicious I was pretty shocked and I was shocked how beautiful he had done it cuz it was so beautiful. It's no one has ever done something so gorgeous for me before. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's second skin underwear. 
The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Our wedding was sadly delayed because of COVID. So we decided to still get married but just it was a really small ceremony. It was just my mom, my dad, one of our friends, and his mom and brother were on FaceTime. And it was really small. It was at my childhood church. And it was a really cool experience because I think of it more as us getting married in front of God. And then hopefully one day we can have a ceremony and reception in front of all of our friends and family. Yeah, so it's in a tradition, I'm an Uzbek, to kind of invite a lot of people. So I told my dad that I just wanted like a rent a little place and just have only our close family. But my dad was very against. He's like, no, I have so many friends that are waiting to see your wedding. I have so many friends that like are excited about it. You can't do this to me. So you have to find like a restaurant or like a place where we can throw it. And so we, before COVID, we, it was actually a fun experience. We were looking around to like different country clubs and like places that throw weddings. And we found the perfect spot. We found Montebello and I love the area. I love the way they decorate everything. So we almost agreed, we almost put the deposit in. We decided to kind of look around a little more, and that's when pandemic happened. For our honeymoon, we're planning on hopefully going on a cruise because Beck has never been on a cruise before. And I just, I absolutely love cruises. I've only been on like one or two, and I just love how you can kind of unplug because, you know, there's no service out there. And I just, I love all the food. I love all the free food and all the activities. I think it's really fun. Another option, well, this is this is a must. We're going to fly out to his home country to be able to get married out there as well, just in front of his family that can't come to America. After we got married, we flew out to Florida. It was very scary because it was during the pandemic, so I was very, very scared. It was kind of like a culture shock to me, just staying with his parents for so long. But I think it was really good to be able to learn what he came from, what his parents made. I was very nervous when I was bringing Jesse to my parents because I never share like intimate stuff or anything like that to my parents. And now I'm just bringing a wife to them. And I'm probably one of the first people from Uzbekistan to marry someone outside of our ethnicity or outside of our beliefs. So that felt very important to me and I didn't know how my parents were going to react. 
like once you know they see it in person but i was honestly surprisingly shocked they loved jesse especially my dad they were so supporting they were they just said you brought us a daughter we never had because i have two younger brothers so we're all boys and it's very important to me even my grandparents they've seen her over facetime they refer to her as their granddaughter they always like tell her how excited they are to meet her one day so i'm pretty fortunate jesse's family is awesome i met her mother and her brother at the same time and what shocked me about her mom is how much she loves movies because i'm a big like film guy i love everything about it and she has a tattoo of like all the movie characters she has like the tattoo of it pennywise and i'm like whoa that's the coolest mom ever why didn't you tell me about that you know i would have <laughs> as a joke like married your mom i really liked how well beck and my family got along i i was kind of shocked because i think that it's really important for my family and my significant others to get along and so when they were all just getting along and acting like they'd known each other for years i was so happy to see that like two parts of my life were coming together what i love the most about jessie is how supporting she is no matter what i decide to do in my life and especially seeing her really dedicating her time to learn my culture to learn my language especially our recipes she is such a great cook i never thought i'd marry a girl in america that would cook me the meals my mom used to cook me as a child and she nails it spot on and that's how jessie and my mom really connected is by my mom would teach her how to cook meals there was some language barrier but i would stand there and translate everything my mom saw how much she was trying to learn the recipes the culture and everything it made her accept the fact that we're so multiracial even more because they were not like that always i love that beck is my literal best friend he is my hero he's he's everything that a prince charming character would be he's always there for me i cry a lot and he's just no matter what no matter how he's feeling he was always there to comfort me and he he's everything that anybody could ever want i know that's super cliche but he's my best friend and i wouldn't change anything about him when i look towards my future with beck i'm really excited to start a family i would start one right now if he wasn't against it you know it just comes with time and with money that's one of the issues but the way i see him act with our kittens i just know he's going to make a great father i can't wait to become that typical happy family that i always wanted we definitely agree on a family i'm super excited to like i just want to raise my kids in a home where parents love each other and they love their kids and i just want to be best friends with my kids cuz i'm just starting to learn how to be friends with my father it took us 21 years but uh, we're getting there so i just want to be a cool dad that's also a friend thanks for listening to our love story 
Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and on Twitter at ParCast Network. For more episodes of Our Love Story, follow us on Spotify and check out other ParCast originals, all available on Spotify. Our Love Story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from ParCast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigvedotter.